Rusty Quill presents. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Minerva's Palm Liquor Solution. Missing your canine companion? Need a friendly lick in your life? Position the giant wagging tongue of Minerva's Palm Liquor Solution near your hand, I suppose, and let it lick away. If you happen to nudge into it by accident, in the nude, backwards, well, we won't tell. Could happen to anyone. Minerva's Palm Liquor Solution. Save your regrets for tomorrow. Come on down to the seaside. We're all gonna get Lisa leased. Come for some games and some rides. We're all gonna get leased. Race me to the bottom on the sack slide. Race me to the bottom of this bottle till we die. Get dizzy on the whirly gig and puke up your insides. Meet us in the funhouse faces. We're all gonna get leased. When the story of the legendary Lisa hit the headlines, she became Cooper's hero. She'd taken to the popular term, it all went Lisa very quickly, and had overused it for a while. But that Lisa, the party girl, the one whose birthday had wrecked a city block, seemed like the girl Cooper wanted to be. Another girl of privilege, an adventurous girl without a care, running around society life and never having to clean up the mess in her wake. Cooper had dreams of being the center of attention at wild parties with interesting people, but could never gather up the gumption. She was good company and fun conversationalist, but always lacked that little dark streak for danger and rebellion that girls like Lisa seemed to be born with. It didn't seem like Lisa had any troubles. Carefree to party and cause chaos, Lisa had an adventure. Lisa caused trouble. Lisa was on the front page of the paper. Not much was known about her after Lisa's calamitous birthday party. In fact, after that, she disappeared from public life. Existing only to become notorious in phrase and song. A dark legend in the city, without a human face. Even the picture in the lantern paper only showed her back as she lay face-planted in the street. Cooper had grown close to her sister Cornelia and not many others. Cooper and Cornelia played games, mostly with the butler Pumble. On rare occasions, she would quietly flip through books at the foot of her father's desk as he wrote in his monstrous ledgers. She snuck in the kitchen and took lessons with their cook. She took to baking immediately, dreamed of a bakery all her own for a time, but hadn't roused the courage to ask her mother for an investment. It was easier to stay with Cornelia and get jobs together. They liked their shared rooms, downtown, close to the main telegraph company office. But recently their mother Viola was clearly shaken from looking into some family history. 
and her nightmare troubles were getting worse. They decided to move back home before any of Cooper's dreams were able to materialize. They'd taken Madame Viola to the Celestial Seaside Amusement Park for the day, taken away from some new construction, and Cooper had just experienced a rush, one she'd never felt before. Having an imaginary flower from a cute clown and almost floating into the funhouse with her sister Cornelia and boisterous friend Jules. <laughs> so at the seaside, inside a mad funhouse, Jules was managing the spinning barrel of fun. All of her purse contents spilled out and spun as she tried to get purchased with her gloves. Cooper and Cornelia gazed at a room of twisted mirrors in the mirror maze. Cornelia stretched up to the ceiling, a replica of their mother, Viola, and Cooper, squashed smaller in her blobbed reflection, looked every bit her father, Leopold, minus his cigar and monocle. Mom seems better today, Cooper said. She does. Not sure for how long. She won't see a doctor. Is it a race, then? First one of us gets married and the other is stuck looking after mother, getting harassed all day until she croaks. Cooper! Cornelia was shocked at her bluntness. It's true. We have no idea what's even left of Dad's fortune. Maybe everything, or maybe nothing. And she's just shuffling blank pages around behind her office door. What do we know? Maybe Pumble has slowly hidden it all away in the basement behind a brick. They stared at each other and then both giggled a very dark giggle. I like work. If Mother goes, we'd be expected to take over the house and accounts. We'd probably have to resign. I know the neighborhood looks down on us for working at all. I know the Fulcrums do, Cornelia said. Oh, bah, the Fulcrums. If Mother goes, we tear down Lavendula and move into a suite at the Duchess overlooking the city. We could sit in the spa mud every day. And you could see Lloyd, your new husband. Lloyd? Cooper? As if... Don't try to hide it. It's obvious. You two are going to get married and have skinny babies that are good at making cocktails. Stop this instant. It's true. Any day now, you're going to leave me and Mother and run off with Lloyd. And Mother's going to complain every day that you ran off with a bartender. And I'll have to sit while she gets worse. Is that what you think? Has this been nagging at you since we moved back into the house? I suppose we have to grow up sometime. Dad didn't stick around to take care of the old bitter hen. Cooper Walker, she laughed. Why, that boy's wink has loosened your tongue something fierce. Jules burst in. There you are, Cooper! You know I just got lost in the barrel. Doesn't take much fun in the funhouse for me to get lost. Grabbing at the floor like my sauce granny to try to keep the room from spinning. Did you see me, Cooper? Oh, don't show me a mirror. But my hair's a mess and don't need reminding how short me legs are. I bought all striped stockings to make them look longer. Mom says I dress like a harlot now. Can you imagine, Cooper? Me a harlot. Maybe I'll talk all breathy on the telephone lines and charge men a nickel. What do you think of that, Cooper? Start a business talking dirty on the telephone, describing my stockings to some gent whose palms are covered in beard oil. Can you imagine? Gross, Cooper said. You ever think that everything in this place is made to get closer to a sweetie? Tunnel of love. Should just call it Celestial Seaside Park for petting. Right, Cooper? Come on, ladies. Last one out is a green rotten egg. Jules ran into the next room with the shifting floorboards and air jets that blew up her skirt. 
Jules wasn't wrong. Just about everything at Celestial Seasides was designed to get you closer to someone. Art corners, close rides. But the sisters had a grand time with the fun house. Holding on in the spinner room, down the shrinking hallway, into the room of clocks that drove you mad, up the shifting staircase, and down the tall slide in a burlap sack. Sail out the mouth of a giant painted whale on the other side into the daylight. Cooper caught her breath and went for a pink lemonade and joined her mother in the shade on a bench. Humble was trying to fan her with a thick palm leaf, but Viola slapped it away and gave him a glare. Cornelia took a walk into the traveler tents and looked for the ballerina that had balanced on the champagne bottles. The tents led to a grassy area with a cover, an ornate cart selling hand-carved wooden toys. Catch the ball in the basket, tiny marionette, and locked ring puzzles, all whittled by hand. Cornelia smelled the scent of incense and saw a dark blue tent with thick velvet rope held open with a shepherd's cane and a copper lantern hanging off of a hook. A wooden sign propped up against the opening, a crystal ball with an eye in the center. Fortune's red, Madame Lenore. Cornelia ducked under the curtain flap into the darkness. A brass incense burner dangled from the ceiling, a thin line of spiced smoke rising from it. A small table in the center with a velvet throw, and a brazier with a flickering light casting on a crystal ball, a deck of cards, a stack of small bones, and a pot of tea sitting atop a small candle warmer. From out of the shadows, a figure moved into the light. A woman in a corset and dress, with lace ties on her fingers. Her long hair fashioned up in a bun with a stick through it, and a small ornate design painted around her temple. Welcome. She approached the table and gestured for Cornelia to sit. Oh, you're not what I expected. You are what I expected, she said. I suppose you're meant to say that. I just meant I expected someone older. I discovered the gift at a young age. I am Madame Lenore, here to help open up the site. You have some burning questions? A boy? Cornelia thought for a moment. Yes. No. Yes, I have a question. No, it's not a boy. Of course. Please be seated. Madame Lenore cleared her throat and motioned to the change platter. Cornelia pulled some coins out of her coin purse and placed them in the tray. Do you have a preference? I can see things in my crystal ball. I can throw old bones. I can cut the cards to reveal your future. Or we can sip some tea and read the leaves to lift the veil or answer. Cornelia held her hand over each item, seeing if any of them spoke to her. I suppose the cards are vibrating at me today, she said, getting into it. Of course. The cards are very powerful. Please, concentrate deeply. Think of your question in your mind. Go ahead. Think of a question in your mind. Ready. Madame Lenore, welcome you all. Render a question about how you feel. Tarot or shuffle. Let the card show me the answer you want to reveal. 
She placed three cards on the table face down. Now, let us see what the cards have for you. She flipped the first card, the tower. You have a great change coming, a great upheaval in your life. This will not be the same for you or anyone around you. What you wonder about is about to upend like a great tower is burst through the ground, tossing the pieces of your life into the sky. Be wary. It may not be in the way you think. Where there is chaos, you may find stability. Think there is stability, there may be chaos. Cornelia nodded, her suspicions confirmed. Madame Lenore flipped the second card. The star. She tapped it. This represents you. Through this turmoil, you will have hope. Inspired to carry yourself through. And calm sees a serenity on the other side. You will be renewed. What a different you than before. Madame Lenore flipped the third card. The Hanged Man. Through the upheaval, this process will end with a great sacrifice. You have to surrender part of yourself or something sacred in your life in order to fulfill this destiny. This thing, your question, is about to instigate a great change and transformation in your life. Prepare yourself for a young woman. Madame Lenore took the star card, slid it out of the line, and carefully handed it to Cornelia. Cornelia pressed it between her fingers, stared deeply into the image of the swirling star, and back at Madame Lenore, who seemed to have the same swirl in her dark eyes. Good journey, miss. And if you ever need more guidance, seek Madame Lenore. She stood, took the incense burner, and circled Cornelia with it a few times. One more thing. She took her hand and whispered into her ear. Beware, Baudin. Cornelia stood, still clutching the card, and slowly backed out of the tent. She stepped out of the entrance and into the light, not knowing what a Baudin was but feeling very connected to the star card. Cornelia, a bit shaken, slowly walked back to the bench in a trance, just in time for the tail end of a viola rant. Cooper was clearly drained from listening to Mother. She needed a rescue. Pumble was sneaking a few bites of food behind her, just out of view. By the time Cornelia returned, it was later in the day, and they still had almost half of the park to explore. Stood up, looked at the imposing face peeler roller coaster, and checked the showtimes of the water show, down near the tunnel of love in the diving tank. Has anyone seen Jules? Cooper asked, suddenly realizing that she'd been daydreaming for the better part of an hour. Not since the funhouse. Didn't she come back? It's not like her to run off. I knew the quiet was too good to be true, Viola said. Humble reached down to the ground. Uh, Madam Cooper, would this be her scarf? It was her scarf. Cooper took it in hand, 
She looked around the crowd, but her friend Jules was nowhere to be found. For whom is the Funhouse fun? Our day at the seaside has just begun. Did you like your fortune read? Feel connected to the stars as much as Cornelia? What do you suppose is a Baudin? And is Jules okay? Or missing? Or... Place some coins in the tray and shuffle the tarot on the next episode of Celine. a parasite? Looking for a Lenny Penny? Come bask in the emerald green glow of a strange city lying alone. Join our Patreon for Selena Cleveland, and Minerva might just let you pick her next solution. Join our Patreon, and no one will ever ask you for anything ever again. And again, 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 and again. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.